Well, we're talking tonight about that work stoppage at CP Rail that essentially saw the whole network grind to a halt early yesterday morning. It couldn't have come at a worse time for the country's agricultural sector. Groups are calling for the federal government to use back-to-work legislation to get those trains moving again. The National Cattle Feeders Association chair says that Western Canada's cattle industry is relying on CP Rail for shipments of corn from the U.S. to feed their animals. Some feedlots have only two-week supply of feed remaining got the anxiety levels up quite high amongst uh, cattle feeders um, for sure any any uh, further delay I guess in, in in it in the supply um, you know we're not looking forward to what what happens when we run out because um, we don't have a contingency plan that's James Beckring of the National Cattle Feeders Association. CP Rail's work stoppage could also prevent farmers from getting the fertilizer they need in time for spring seeding. So Saskatchewan's premier today, Scott Moe, is not only calling for back-to-work legislation now, but he wants Ottawa to go one step further. Given that it's their jurisdiction, go further and, and, and look at what it would take to classify um, rail service in, in, in Canadian communities right across uh, this province and this nation uh, as an essential service, given the importance of that service to uh, our economy, the importance of that service to Saskatchewan people and, and by extension, uh, all Canadians. Scott Moe, Premier of, of Saskatchewan today. Joining me now is Keith Curry. He's the Vice President of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me, Ben. So, I, I, I mean, we've, this is sort of stating the obvious, but I guess this really couldn't have come at a worse time. No, as, as farmers and ranches across this country are gearing up for uh, what's going to hopefully be a very busy spring season, uh, you know, we're looking at getting those inputs that we need uh, on the farm, and certainly a, a, a rail strike is not helping that, along with the, your farmers across Western Canada in particular that are, are shipping their products, more more specifically the grain, out to ports like Vancouver. Uh, now that, that uh, shipment's been, been halted, so income's not coming in, products for the spring aren't, aren't coming in as well, and, and uh, it's, it's very concerning. I guess there really is no alternative either, right? There, this is it's it's rail or rail or nothing. Yeah, well, it depends on the part of the country you're in, but for the most part, we depend on the rail for those massive, massive volumes of of uh, products being moved. And you know, you look at what happened in BC last fall with the with the devastation of the floods and how the infrastructure was was damaged and how how much of a of a problem that became. Now we have the whole country crippled by a by a rail strike that's really not allowing us to move products of all types, uh, but especially in the agriculture sector, what what we need. But we also have to remember that we have people across uh, parts of rural Canada in particular that rely on things like propane and compressed natural gas or diesel for fuel sources, uh, for homes, for houses, for schools, for uh, other types of buildings, and, and that too is in jeopardy as well. I guess with the war in Ukraine too, another massive grain exporters, of course, Russia and Ukraine, Ukraine specifically in this case, uh, that will also have an impact. I imagine there was some idea that Canada might be able to make up some of that shortfall and it can't if it can't get to market, right? Well, countries around the world are looking at ways that they can support their, their friends in the Ukraine and, and, and the markets they serve. And certainly uh, Canada is its own breadbasket. And, and we were looking at ways that we could help out other countries that relied on the Ukraine. And certainly if we can't get that product moving, um, it, it becomes an issue that, that's ours now. And, and so it's really essential uh, that we look at rail lines, as you just heard Premier Moe 
talk about as, as an essential service because uh, we went through the experience a few years ago of the CN strike, which really crippled the country for a number of weeks, uh, causing a lot of economic damage. And, and now we're in the, in the midst of a CP strike, and we hope that uh, it's very short-lived so we don't see the same thing repeat itself. I was going to say, what would you like to see happen? I gather the big cry out has been for the for the government to, to legislate the end to this. Well, certainly we're, you know, at CFA, we're certainly, uh, you know, in favor of the, the collective bargaining process. But when you look at a service like rail, and really we're, we're talking about two companies in the country that control the whole entire rail system and, and the amount of movement of product, we need to have some kind of process in place that does not result in long-term long term injury uh, because of a shutdown. So whether that's declaring them an essential service or having uh, having the ability to very quickly legislate them back to work until they and to come up to a, a collective uh, solution to this, uh, we need to have something in plan in place so that we don't see these stoppages affecting the entire country the way that, that they potentially could. Are you getting a lot of calls just a bit from people who are anxious about what this might mean for them? Oh, certainly. We got we have membership right across the, the country that are very anxious about getting the products that they need on farm. But we also deal with the value chain in agriculture. And I don't think people realize how much uh, value added we put on our products here in, in Canada that go elsewhere, primarily to the States, but around the world. And these products aren't moving either. So we have our, our value chain that's going to be slowed down and potentially stopped uh, because they either can't get the product out or they are bringing some uh, added to, to further process the product, whether it's spices or sugars or something like that. And if they can't get those products in either, then all of a sudden the production stops. So it, it affects more than just the, the primary producer, but ultimately, uh, you know, my constituents are, are the primary producers and that's who we're most concerned about right now. If in fact this is settled, I suppose even a, a short strike or a short work stoppage in this case will mean delays anyway, because the whole process, the whole backlog will have to be worked out as well. Well, not only the backlog, but simply restarting uh, an intensive system like like we have with the rail system in Canada it doesn't just happen with a flip of a switch. It takes a lot of planning, a lot of coordination, getting people back on the job and understanding what they're able to do and, and not do uh, to get it going again. So it's it's not just simply it's over and away we go. It, it, it takes it takes time. So the longer this goes on, the longer it'll take before we get uh, some kind of semblance of normal back into the system. So we do need a solution really sooner rather than later. Keith Curry, thank you so much. I think I, I know you're not alone in, in those thoughts tonight. Thank you for your time. You're welcome.